Madison's Alternative, 106.7 The Resistance. This week on the Disruptor Series, I'm talking to GXTP. Hello, guys. Ooh, what's up, Madison? So why did you guys choose to name your band after things that were hoarded during the pandemic? Well, first of all, the true origin of it came from Triple Six, who's kind of like uh, our man in the shadows pulling the strings. He's like the mastermind in certain ways. And he came up with this uh, poem called Guns and Toilet Paper. Once we read it, it just felt powerful. And um, we we created a song called Guns and Toilet Paper, which then felt like it needed to turn into a movement. And what better way than to start a band and name it that and let it represent the song and where we were going from there. And then it kind of just snowballed from there. And it was just, honestly, when we first read the poem, it was really kind of fun. Not to say like it was a joke, but it was like, yo, it'd be really cool if we, we made this into a song and then and then to a band. And it kind of just evolved into Guns and Toilet Paper. And at the same time, we realized that we had a mission. And um, the mission in that is just to point out the fact how stupid it was for people to hoard Guns and Toilet Paper during the pandemic and us picking at it so we created our, you know, we're like, you know, we'll be a band, we'll have the song. But all in all, we really want to rid the world of, of using toilet paper. We really want to save the trees. We need more trees, more oxygen. There's too many bullets. Yeah. Not enough trees. Not enough trees. So we, we you know, we, we wanted to, we, you know, we were picking at it. You know, everybody's hoarding guns and toilet paper. But all in all, we really want to like, you know, we wanted to point out the fact that it's really silly that everybody chose to stockpile guns and toilet paper and not like canned goods, which was weird <laughs> to me. And really, hopefully we can get everybody to use some some self-cleansing toilets so we can save the world and, and you know, get our oxygen levels up. Mm-hmm. And so the guns and toilet paper have become the contraband that the song is about. Ooh! oh, my gosh. Sound bites. Damn, you should be in the band. Yeah. <laughs> well, how did you get Tommy Lee on there? That was amazing. Um, our creative director, Sean Tracy, reached out, sent him uh, a few of our songs, and Tommy Lee actually picked Contraband out of them. All of a sudden, we're in a studio tracking drums, having him do his thing. And like we all connected on such a like primal level of like us all kind of being grown up little kids that, you know, still have that child within us that love to be creative and funny and and have fun while we make our music even though it's it's funny at times and serious at other times like when we got in the studio and he killed it and then it kind of just evolved from there it was like well you want to do a music video like here's the idea we have for it and he loved that he was such a like just generous amazing person like we're still in touch and he's keeping up with everything now now that we got the, the number one song on itunes rock song on itunes he was excited about that even though he's a legend and you know about it he was still like oh my god that's amazing like you know he's incredible yeah so how does the writing process work for you guys did you already have some ideas for drums before you brought tommy in does it start with one person making a skeleton of the song out of a tempo or a beat or how do you guys do that it usually starts off with the poem by triple six the whole another process of creating from what me and Sasha were used to, which made it exciting and exhilarating because it's like we get to take this poem and, and put our melodies and make a hook and turn it into an actual copyright. Normally it's a poem, 
which is the hardest part. The concept for us is usually the hardest part. I know for me. And then chords, you know, Sasha will have chords and he'll play some chords. And then from there it's like, we know if we can lock in a great song with melody concept and chords, we know at that point we could dress it up the right drums with the right sonics. And we know that we could win people over, basically win ourselves over with just the song and chords that we had something great on our hands. And um, that's our, our real process. It's, you know, a poem, us finding the right chords that Sasha has, you know, whether it's guitar, usually guitar chords, usually maybe piano chords, and then really, you know, recording a, a, a song and then saying, oh, wow all right, let's do the drums in this cadence or let's do the drums in that cadence or, you know, we could put this type of bass or let's put an upright bass. But being able to dress it up as we see it, once we have the solid song and chords, melody concept, sky's the limit once we have that locked in. Yep, yep, absolutely. And then as far as like with what Tommy played, it's like we had, yes, we had a skeleton of contraband that had drums that were very similar to what he played, but for sure, like once he sat down and did his thing, like it took it took a whole new life, and uh, we took it from there. And we even had to re-record some things around his drums because, like, he took it to another level. And sometimes it'll be like that. It's like building a Lego castle. It's like you might have this, you might have that, but you don't have the moat yet, you know. And the moat stops people from storming the castle, and you might not have thought of that at first. And then all of a sudden, like you got a whole thing going. Yeah. <laughs> You guys have both worked in multiple different genres. Do you specifically want this one to be rock or alternative or kind of a crossover? Do you have plans for the future releases regarding separating into genres or anything? I think that Guns and Toilet Paper will kind of forever have a rock bend to it. Though I do feel like even though especially in this album, you know, we're definitely blending different genres together but it's definitely got a rock foundation to it but that doesn't mean that the same group of people uh, that we are aren't going to have other projects and i mean jason you know i've been working together for over a decade and that's not yeah. going to stop so you definitely see a lot of different things coming out of us but i think guns and toilet paper is going to always make you want to bang your head a little bit always be rock themed and you know it would be and then our little two cents that we do add to that you know, just adds a little soul to it, a little, it makes it different. It's not your typical rock music. And I think it has a lot to do with, I wasn't allowed to listen to music as a kid. So like my perception of rock is a little bit different, you know, than, than Sasha and Triple Six, where they, they can name you all the rock bands ever, all the legendary bands. So I think with them having their solid foundation in rock, you know, with Triple Six being an avid rock listener lover, Sasha being starting off playing drums first, being in a, a heavy metal band back when he was a kid. That allows us to have that real authenticity of rock sonics. And then with, um, you know, new melodies and soul, I bring a little bit of soul and some different melodies approaching it from a whole nother way, which separates us from a rock band and I think that's what makes it for me that's what it was inspiring just being able to hear rock music be done in a new way I just feel like life is all about what's next you know how can we push life forward like what's the next rock sound um, that's supposed to be cool that the new kids can look at and maybe they can take bits and pieces from that and push it forward to the next sound so if you weren't allowed to listen to music as a kid how did you get introduced to music and when did that happen Okay, that's a great question. 
I no good at it. (laughs) Okay, outside, I found a Stevie Wonder tape. It was an A and B, two sides. I just called to say I love you and send her my love. And I used to sneak at like three in the morning um, with a headset, a cassette, headphones, and listen to that really quietly. Because in my household, that was secular music of the world. It was devil music. So I wasn't allowed to listen to Stevie Wonder. I'm like, this is, I used to say, and I just called to say, I love you. But that allowed me, it made me want to get into music. That Stevie Wonder record, literally, that I just called to say, I love you, made me, it just made me want to be a part of music. I didn't know how or which way or which, you know, I didn't even know if I wanted to create. I was just like, yo, I want to be a part of music that makes people feel the way this music makes me feel. And that's what got me, you know, incentivized to, you know, once my dad left and my parents got a divorce and I wasn't in such a a strict household, I was able to, you know, start creating music at age 11 and, you know, really dive into finally starting to listen to what was happening in 91, 92. I didn't really go back, but I was definitely allowed to listen to what more stuff that was on the radio and then. I just, you know, just started creating and, and making music and I sucked for so long. Just got to get all the whackness out of your system. That was my process, man. I, I, Stevie <laughs> Wonder really. And it's crazy because I can't say that I was influenced by Stevie Wonder because I don't think my melodies or things that we've done reminds me anything. of. It doesn't remind me of Stevie Wonder. It was just the way that his, his music made me feel that inspired me to want to be a part of the music business in, in any shape or form or fashion. Well, we're thankful for Stevie Wonder. (laughs) Yeah, right? Thank you, Stevie. Every day. (laughs) (laughs) The music video for your song, Contraband, is amazing. That must have been so much fun to film. And it ends by saying the journey continues at your website. Are the puzzles on your website done for this song already? They are very nearly done. And I would have to toss that one over to, I don't know, is Sean or who else is over there? I can't see. Yes, they are. They're all finished. We are waiting for one more piece of this single release for Contraband to happen before we we launch the games, but they're super fun. They're difficult. I think it's something that no other music group has done to this point. That's awesome. I love that you guys have so much interactive content with your releases. Very innovative, and we're thankful to, to Sean for making it happen, and I'm thankful to our whole group for having such a creative bent to it and for us to all kind of feed off of each other and, you know, throw an alley-oop of an idea that then someone else slam dunks, and, you know, it's something that I'm really grateful to be a part of, for sure. Great teamwork. Yeah. So who was the creative vision behind that music video? Jason had an idea to do a video as a uh, Tropic Thunder parody for a long time. Yeah, for a while. Yeah. And just start throwing out ideas and um, just building on it, building on that initial idea. And I'm glad it, it turned out. It, it could have turned out horribly wrong. So it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I go in there and... Um, I feel like the visuals to uh, Contraband came out really amazing and it's a complete thought, which um, a lot of videos miss that. They tend to have great ideas and concepts, but it's not a complete thought or complete vision. Just having it from the beginning to the end and you finally seeing that the Contraband in that video was Tommy Lee's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that the, absolutely, like you said, like it had a, a cohesiveness that is not always easy to pull off. And just the song being called Contraband and, you know, you make my love feel like it's contraband. It lent itself really well to us having some kind of like covert operation style video that 
I think in a lot of ways has inspired us to continue that world yes. a little bit. And so you're going to see a little bit of a continuation of that. Our next video for our next single, it's going to be a completely different idea, but it's going to definitely call back to what we've started. You know, you never know exactly where we're going to take it, but that was an amazing video. And yes, you're right. It was a, it was a blast. That was so much fun. Blast. It was freezing. Everybody was, you know, <laughs> all day long shoot. And um, I think we all, we, we did a good job, man. That was, um, it was an experiment. It turned out well. It was a, a great experiment that turned out pretty cool. And like Sasha said, we will be mission driven in our other videos. We definitely understand that just for engagement, we want people to go on this ride with us and always have a mission to get locked into so they can actually see it out. And as opposed to just having a bunch of cool shots with us looking cool, like, you know, cool rock stars actually take everybody on a journey and um, have a mission. So at the end of it, you actually, you know, we go to, we unlock another mission again, you know, which in our third video, we will have a, a third mission and it all ties into the, the gamifications of it and, and the, you know, the, the NFT and everything's tied in. It's really amazing. And I'm, I'm proud to be a part of something innovative and new and just something to push music forward. Are you allowed to tell us anything about the next single or the upcoming album? <laughs> it's titled Lust and Purity. That's an exclusive uh, right there. Yeah. yeah right. And mm -hmm. just and from Contraband, just so you know we will still be in the form of military in some means. It's really cohesive and it's really cool that we, you know, we're just taking the time out to plan it out and execute this because it's way easier to just get a bunch of cool shots and shoot videos. Um, mm -hmm. Keeping it in the military, you know, that's a hint. The single is titled Less Than Purity. Um, the album is self-entitled Guns and Toilet Paper. And, you know, it's done, you know, it's in the can. We got the projects done. So we're not really, we're not recording anymore. I'm putting last finishing touches on mixes and, and adding a little few sonics, but we're really proud. I'm really proud to say that the project is done. It's not one of those things where you have one single and then the band or the artist just disappears once people get engaged. So we're, it's cool that we have a whole, you know, project done and we have it all you know, planned out and the missions, the visuals. We're just like excited to roll it out for the world to see it. And it'll just be cool to get people who care to hear our music. You know, we're not out trying to get out all the fans in the world. We want to feed the people who care about our music, who love our music. And we want to be artists for those people, for those fans, whoever they are, whoever we discover on our on our journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think stylistically, it's like you take a look at the two songs we have out right now, there's a link between the two for the rest of our album. A little bit of rock, a little bit of rock pop, a little bit of everything that you can squeeze into a rock album, I feel like we have going on. I mean, you know, I'm excited for people to see what we cooked up. Yeah. Do you guys have any plans to be on tour this summer? I sure hope that. I love, like, honestly, just looking at it from an approach of Will we connect with the fans enough for them to want to see us on tour? That's the goal. You know, it's never like, of course, I would love for us for Guns and Talk people to hit the road. I'm a realist. So as long as we can connect with fans, we can continue to build our fan base and have venues, whether they're for 500 seaters, doesn't matter. But we can lock in fan base. And I would love to hit the road and, and perform for those people who care just for the people who care to see us. Yeah, we're for sure going to be doing like a radio tour, though. And absolutely. Know, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. 
and we're doing something really cool and fun. Sean, are we allowed to talk about this on the, for the radio tour, or is that a secret? I think you can you can hint at things, but okay. I, I wouldn't the exact. Our band, it is it's me, Jason Paul, it's Sasha, it's Triple Six, but we're missing a drummer, we're missing a keyboardist, you know, or, or pianist. And another and, guitarist, because I'm usually layering guitars on guitars, so... On our radio tour, we will be in search of what we're missing in our band. So we will will be looking to fill those slots in a city near you, you know? So that's a hint. We will be completing our band by way of doing this radio tour and doing really cool giveaways with the radio stations on top of locating those missing band members for Guns and Toilet Paper. I think that's as much as I can say. <laughs> that's very exciting, though. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so hopefully, maybe we'll find our drummer in your city. You never know. You know, you never. Yeah. Hope or, or Miranda. I mean, I don't know. You play any instruments? Or yeah, you want to <laughs> be in our band? Yeah. <laughs> play the tambourine. All I can do is push buttons. Oh no, nah, you can kill a tambourine, that, Miranda. But you know, you got tambourines. Pushing buttons these days is all a lot of people do. So <laughs> true. This that's is what DJs true. do. They push that buttons. Necessarily exclude you. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for talking to me today. Yeah. Are you kidding? Thank you. We appreciate you very much. Madison, hang, hang in there. It's going to get warm soon. Try to use a little less toilet paper, but stay clean. Yeah. Save um, the world. Save the trees. We're going to check out Contraband by GXTP right now on The Resistance.